the podcast from Belmont Chapel in Exeter, sharing the story, living the life. For more information, go to belmontchapel.org.uk. Um, if you'd like to follow along, we're in Matthew chapter 12, and we're going to be reading from verse 41, um, and it should be on the screen if my clicker's working. Hooray! Um, so we're going to be reading from verse 41 to the end of the chapter. Jesus sat down opposite the place where the offerings were put and watched the crowd putting their money into the temple treasury. Many rich people threw in large amounts, but a poor widow came and put in two very small copper coins worth only a fraction of a penny. Calling his disciples to him, Jesus said, Truly, I tell you, this poor widow has put more into the treasury than all the others. They all gave out of their wealth, but she gave out of her poverty, put in everything, all that she had to live on. Uh, over the last few Sundays in this bit part of the building, um, we've been looking at people encountering Jesus, people meeting Jesus, and how those uh, Jesus stories have pointed us towards Easter, because Easter's coming, and that's exciting. Today's story points us to Easter, and you might be going, really, does it? It does, I promise. I think this story tells us two really important things, really interesting things. Number one is a warning, and the second one's an encouragement. See, the thing about chapter 12, if you look at chapter 12 as a whole, it's full of people that think they're really good. They think they're really important, and they're really special, and they're really rich, and they're really holy, and they know God better than anyone else. And they have all these arguments with Jesus, and they show off, and time after time, They just look like idiots. But there's this word that they think that they're getting, which is this word called righteousness. And it's this idea that they know Jesus better than anyone else. Sorry, they know God better than anyone else. They don't know Jesus. They know who God is. They think that they know and can understand God better than anyone else because they're so righteous. But this story warns us about that righteousness, that idea of false righteousness, because we don't get to become righteous by doing wonderful good things and giving people lots of chocolates. We don't get to become righteous by leading great lives. We don't get to be righteous even by helping people, by putting things in front of our relationship with Jesus. We don't get to become righteous. And it could be, that means for us in the 21st century, it could be our comfort level. It could be our status It could be our family, it could be our dreams, it could be even things that have hurt us that we hold on to that we put in front of our relationship with Jesus. Things that we build up as the big thing to make ourselves feel righteous when actually this passage warns us against being the big I am, the big I'm going to throw all the money in and look like I'm something special, look like I've got a lot going on. So how do we become righteous? Well, this is the second thing that Jesus shows us. He shows us the example of a woman who gives a tiny amount. But to her, it's a huge amount of money. The uh, the message translation of that last bit, I, I think, is really beautiful. It says, the truth is that this poor widow gave more to the collection than all the others put together. All the others gave what they'll never miss. And she gave extravagantly what she couldn't afford. She gave her all. And I really want you to focus on that bit in the middle. The others gave what they'll never miss. I don't know about you, but oftentimes I give what I won't actually miss. I give what I think is a good thing to do, but if I'm honest, I can can cope with doing that. What Jesus calls us to do is to follow this example, to, to become righteous by giving sacrificially, by really sacrificing everything in what we give out, by really uh, risking losing something that we will actually miss. And Jesus showed this perfectly, didn't he, on the cross. This is how we point towards Easter. 
Jesus died on the cross for all of us. That's the ultimate sacrificial giving. It's that sacrifice that allows us to be righteous. Nothing else in our lives allows us to be righteous than Jesus dying on the cross for us. The widow's might isn't just about giving. And it isn't just about being self-righteous. It's about seeing sacrifice and how sacrifice can change. Seeing someone give everything they can have for our sake, for our righteousness. John 3.16 shows that was always the thing. That was always what's going to happen. For God, soul of the world, he gave his only son. And then Jesus gave his life for us. It's two big sacrifices for our righteousness. And this morning we've seen parents give their children, uh, dedicate their children to being raised in, 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 in a Christian lifestyle. And that's really hard because that means that some days they're going to want to make a decision in a parenting way and they have to go, oh, actually, what's God's decision on this as well? I need to factor that in as well. I need to be praying about that. I need to be thinking about that. Giving something massive over to God and trusting him with it, that's, that's what this story helps us to see. The, the freedom in life, the, 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 the joy in life that we can get from doing that. So this is our big challenge. Jesus has made a big sacrifice. He's made it for us. And he's saying, how are you living sacrificially because of that? How, how is me dying and giving you righteousness allowing to you to live in the world, allowing you to make sacrifices? What concerns and worries, what dreams and ambitions, what possessions, what resources are you willing to leave at the feet of God and trust that he will do something more with it? even if you'll actually miss it, even if it's giving your all. We're going to go into a time of reflection, and you'll see on your chairs, copper, not red, copper coins, uh, circles. Um, very simply, we're going to have a time where, where uh, the band are going to play some music, and I'd, I'd invite you to be prayerfully reflect about what you can give. What, what are you having to sacrifice today to God? And it might not be something material, it might not be something physical, it might be something on your heart or in your head that you know, actually, I'm holding on to this and I need to leave it at the foot of the cross. I need to trust God with it. Um, And then I invite you, we've got four baskets at the front, so please come and uh, symbolically donate your offering to the baskets. We've also got, um, I don't know if this is going to work, but I was excited to do it, um, a big bag of pennies. So if you also want to drop a penny, it's quite a satisfying tink into a pot. Um, It's a nice thing to do as well. But yeah, this is going to be our time of reflection and worship. So I just encourage you to be thinking and praying that thing of what have I got in my life that I could sacrifice? What does Jesus' righteousness righteousness granted to me so that I can have a relationship with God, so that I can know God's love? How do I respond to that? How do I respond to that with sacrificial giving that I really will actually miss?